Hey guys, tonight we're going to be talking about the opioid shortage and how it's affecting patients. I'll be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. My name is Charlotte, I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Hospital Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We're 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you think you might have a paranormal issue, we can definitely help you. It might take us a couple days to get to you, but uh, we'll definitely help you. And in the case that it does take us longer to get to you, we do have psychics and mediums on staff who can phone you. And if whatever's going on in the house or home, whatever, is paranormal, they can usually settle it down until we can get out there and do our job. Just a quick reminder, my internet since the storm has been really shaky. So if you if you lose me on the screen and I come up with that dotty thing, I can either refresh or just keep talking to the dotty thing. So I've got a thought to make. But if I do end up refreshing, don't leave the the uh, chat room or anything like that because it'll come it'll automatically I'll automatically come back up. Okay. So just to let you know. I was thinking about the fact that I just got home from the pharmacy. And we'll talk we'll be talking about that. Uh, or I would have probably had my own photo like I do on the phone, you know, that thing. But uh, I don't have that. So, okay, that being said, uh, if you're watching from Facebook today, and some of you are, please uh, be free, uh, if, if you like what you see in here today, to follow. Hit that follow button because we're always looking for followers. Same thing on YouTube. Uh, we're always looking for subscribers. Now, what else goes for both YouTube and Facebook is chat room. Uh, feel free to chat in the chat room. Leave me a thumbs up. You know, love hearts, whatever you want to do to tell me how, how much you like the show. Because what that does is that is Facebook and YouTube see that and it puts us up higher into their algorithm and puts us out to more people. So that way, you know, more people view us. I think that, I think it works the same way at Twitch as well. Okay, that being said, um, feel free to subscribe to uh, YouTube. We have more than 780 videos over there in the role of this show. Okay, so you can go check that out. Okay, well, as most of you probably know on Facebook, I had a bad night. No sleep last night. No sleep today. Um, and in a relation to this, I'm just going to tell you out right now. 11 p.m. tomorrow night, Pacific, Channel 3 in Sacramento is going to be covering exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? And this happened to me. This is not the first time it's happened to me. And... Am I mad? Yes, I'm angry. But I'm also, you know, trying to get the word out about this stuff when we talk about this opioid crisis. It's not just me. There's thousands and thousands of other folks out there that are having the same issues. And they shouldn't be having the same issues. And it's because the government took it upon themselves that they were going to, you know, save people, save people's lives because they were dying from overdoses and all this. The problem is that when you look at the figures, and, and you see the actual figures. People aren't overdosing on prescribed medication. People are overdosing on the stuff they're getting on the streets. All right? So what I want to lay out for you is this. As a newspaper reporter, my training, because that's my real job. That's my real gig. I am a newspaper reporter. I have covered crime and courts. I have covered sports. I have uh, been editor of, of uh, my college paper. I've... You know, uh, I've been editor of uh, of one of the patch papers, AOL patch, right? You guys know them. I was uh, doing work for them as an editor. I have been an editor in so many places, and you want to be fair and balanced. That's the idea behind news. And I know a lot of the news out there today isn't fair and balanced. I see it every day when I'm, you know, watching TV, right? One leans too far this way, one leans too far that way. You want, you know, it's hard to find something in the middle. The problem you've got with this opioid shortage and, and with what's going on is, again, you've got two sides here. You've got the patient size, like my side. You've got the doctor. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be sympathetic to the doctors 
because the doctors take a lot of flack. Okay, so I'm going to loop the doctors over here because their hands are tied. Literally, their hands are tied. So you've got this side with the patients and the doctors. You've got the other side with the government, the DEA, the CDC, and those doctors that they call on that really have no experience in treating pain. Okay, this is the two sides. It's like anything else. I'm going to talk about something controversial real quick. The 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 uh, documentary Blackfish about the whales at SeaWorld. Okay, that's a perfect example of this. They did this documentary about about one particular whale and what was going on at SeaWorld. The problem is you only got one side of the story. You got the side of the people that wanted to shut down SeaWorld from having these whales, right? Okay, I'm not going to tell you my views on this, you know, because I don't do I don't like doing politics. It's not my gig. All right. But what, I, what I'm trying to point out here is that when I go to, to watch my, my buddy who does uh, SeaWorld coverage on TikTok, I see the most crazy comments going up over the chat because it's people that have seen Blackfish and they've turned around and believe what's in Blackfish. And this is what, they're, you know, this is what they, their comments are about. They've never gone over and done the actual research. As to you know, the other stuff, the other side of it, which is Sea World and how they get these some of these animals out of the wild, and they 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 help they help them get back to health and release them, or if they can't be released, then they end up performing or doing whatever at Sea World. Okay, and I know the story behind all that. You know, they 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 did take wild wild whale babies and all this. Okay, but they don't do that anymore. They, they didn't do that for years. Okay, but my point of all this is that. This opioid crisis is the same thing. All right. Mainstream news media is not covering it right. They are listening to the government and what the government has to say. And they're not looking at the people like me or you who might need your, your, your medication. All right. Okay. Somebody today kind of called me an addict. And you could look at it that way. But I'm not an addict. I am a person who is in chronic pain who has to take the pills. So my, my body needs those pills to function. Okay. I have a bad back. I have spinal. I want to tell you guys flat out. I've got spinal stenosis. I got two collapsed vertebrae. I've got two bone. I got, I got bone spurs. I've got a bad disc. It's a mess. It's a mess back there. I shouldn't even be walking. I should have had surgery years ago. But the medication that I take works so that I can do everyday tasks, okay? What happened was that, and this, this is what I surmise, and, I, and I've been talking to people at the different stores that, that I frequent. I'm not going to say where, where I get my medication. But you're supposed to get a 30 or 31-day supply of your medication. And what they go by, and this happened to me when I was with Costco, so it occurred to me this afternoon what went wrong this month, okay? This happened to me at Costco in that the DEA has records on when everybody's getting their medication, just like your, do your pain management doctor has records on when you pick up your medication every month. Well, what the DEA does, and if, I, if I'm wrong and somebody wants to send me a note and say, hey, you're, you're, full, of, you're full of crap, send me a note. Not hate mail, but just say nicely, and I'll come on here and correct myself. But what they do is they go by the date that you pick your medications up. Last month, I picked my medication up on the 13th. All right? Okay. You do the math. 14, 15, 16, count it down. Right? My 30 days were up on Sunday. Okay? But they didn't see it that way. Because the DEA knows when no every patient they, they, they keep track of us there's a running record of of what who's the who the patients are and how much they get every month the store each store each pharmacy has to turn in paperwork requesting these drugs for their patients that are there that they're serving okay mine got turned in but the problem was because i picked up on the 13th last month they weren't going to release my stuff the DEA wasn't going to even send it to the store until the 13th, which is what they did. So what that did is I ran out on my 30-day mark. I ran out on Sunday night. 
and nope, I didn't get to pick them up until today. So that gave me two whole days without my medication. All right. And what did that do? Well, if you guys are on the, for the people that are on Facebook, that put me in withdrawals. I had two days, two days, two days, and two nights of withdrawals. And I'll tell you, if anybody watched my show yesterday and saw me sitting here while Nancy Mass was on the air, I couldn't sit still. I was agitated. I looked agitated, and I was moving around. And that's because I was going through withdrawals. Okay. That's something I should remember. And that, that was partially, you know, I'm going to admit to it. I'm going to say it. It's partially my fault because I should have thought about that. I should have sat down when I got the pills in the first place and counted the days and, to see where I was at. But I didn't do that. Otherwise, that way I could have prepared better than what I did. And this wouldn't have happened. But I didn't. And as I was on my way over to the store to actually pick them up tonight, it came back to me what happened at Costco that time. And I thought, that's why. Because they went 32 days is what happened. So it's 32 days since I picked them up on the 13th of January. That's six pills. Boom. All right. Addicts go through this. When addicts don't have their medication, they go through the same thing. They go through these withdrawals. And it's ugly. I mean, it, it is. You can't sleep. It, it's just. It's just. It's just horrible to go through them. Anyhow, as I'm moving through this, don't, don't leave on me. I'm, I'm. I'm coming to a point with all this stuff. Okay, I'm coming to a point with all this stuff. Every month, thousands of people like me have to fight for their medications. All right. There is a drug shortage. The DEA closed down one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the United States that was producing this stuff. But not only this stuff, they shut down this pharmaceutical company and they were producing a lot of other stuff. They were producing blood pressure pills for people, you know, um, Zyfaxin, you know, for people's stomachs or livers and stuff. They were producing all that stuff. And it has not only caused a shortage of, of, of uh, opioids for people, it's caused a shortage of other important drugs. I mean, there's times with one of my blood pressure medications that I have to drive to another city just to get it because they, they don't have it here in Sacramento. My Zyfaxin for my stomach, I can't even get that. That's been ordered, that's been ordered since October. I can't even get that. It's non-existent because there's not enough of it to go around. And that's because the DEA has been running around shutting down these pharmaceutical companies, right? Okay. So granted, the DEA was going to make less and less, or going to allow less and less of this stuff to come out. But what they've done, and I've been talking to pharmacies, okay? What happens at the pharmacy is that, like I said, like in my case in the beginning, what happens at the pharmacy is that they know how many patients they have and, and, and how many patients are on what drugs. So what they do is they have to make a list every month. It's submitted to the DEA for distribution. Okay? It's all fine and dandy. Like I said, the DEA goes by whatever date. So-and-so picked this up on the 13th. Okay, next month on the 13th, we're going to have a shipment come in. So-and-so can get whatever they need, whether it's a 30-day thing or not. But that's what they do. That's why a lot of pharmacies that have patients like me that have been with them for a while, established patients, are not taking new patients anymore. Because the DEA is only allowing them so many drugs a month to distribute to patients. So if a pharmacy refuses to take you as a new patient, that's why. All right. So a lot of pharmacies, you know, have that attitude that they're just going to stay with their established patients. I looked out when I switched over from another pharmacy where I was having trouble getting my stuff. This pharmacy, I forgot that at one time I had used this pharmacy in the evening for another illness. And so I was already on their books. So they took me back. And so far, except for this month, they haven't failed me. And they still didn't fail me this month. Okay, because it was a DEA, I think, you know, it's my opinion. I'm not going to say it was, but it's my opinion that it was the DEA that failed me this month. 32 days instead of 30. Because I asked the pharmacist also, and he goes, yeah, that should have been Sunday. Yeah, it should have been Sunday. So who knows, okay? 
But I think that's what they're doing because that happened to me before. Anyway, so if you're wondering, if you go to a pharmacy, you decide to switch pharmacies because you're not getting your meds, that's, and, and they say, no, I'm sorry, we don't have it, or we're not taking any more pay. We don't have room for you. That is why, because they have a set amount of, 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 of patients that, 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 that they're distributing for, that they have to sign up for with the DEA. And they get a certain amount of pills every month. That's why when the DA, DEA made the new rules, which they did this year, that they were going to cut back and have even less of these pills going out. But that, but right after that is written, but there will be enough for everybody that needs them. Okay? That's what I'm saying. There's just enough. It's just like when you go shopping and you have $10 and, you have a, and, and, you, and your budget's $10. You go shopping. And you're going to look for items, maybe at the dollar store, the dollar twenty-five store, whatever it is now. And you got to figure it up so that it comes up exactly to your ten dollars. And this is what the, the the pharmacies have to do, okay? Just like the one I go to, they get shipments in every day. So the DEA is releasing shipments just enough for that particular day. All right. All right. I just want to, you know, I, I'm here because I want to inform you guys because I know, you know, I know not everybody hears this side of things. This is the, this is how it actually works, okay? And this is how it affects patients because at some point, and not all the time, but it's it's happening all over the place. There is a shortage because they closed that that major pharmaceutical company, and what's happening is there's patients that are having to wait two weeks one week, sometimes two, three months to get their medication. And it's happening all over the United States. I had two days I was in withdrawals. I can't imagine having to wait more than, than, two, than two days. I mean, good God. The other thing that's happening, and it's not that, again, I, I never used to be pro-doctor in all this. I always thought the doctors were in cahoots with the CDC when I first, got it, when I first started to have problems with this. Because this just didn't start. This is something that's been going on since like 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 2016. Because I I even have notes about it in my phone, where I I can see where, where 2016. You know, I, I was having trouble get you know getting these things, and there were certain things I had to do. Like Costco used to tell me to not like get my medical appointments close to a weekend. Back then. Because by the time the weekend hit, the at that time, the, the way they used to distribute this stuff, by the time the weekend hit, the allotment for, the, for, for that drug for the week was gone. And they had to wait for the next shipment. So if you ran out on that Friday, you were SOL. And that's the rule I live by. And this was something that happened this, this month, too. I saw the doctor on Thursday. And as I was going home, I thought, uh-oh. Okay. So we've gone over how that part of it operates, okay? But there's so many shortages, like I said, that, that, that are happening. And it's not only the opioids that it's happening to or, or, or these pain pills. It's happening to blood pressure pills and all the other kind of pills that, 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 that people take for their needs. But it's sad because when we go to the doctors, we have to fight to even get the pills because they want to put us on different types of pills. They want to get us off this stuff, which brings me to my other point of what I have been seeing going on. This one particular doctor that I was seeing and irritated the living crap on me. I was a health reporter, so I am up on all this stuff. I know the websites to go to to check all this stuff up. So I do my research. Any pills they try to give me, I'm reading. I'm finding out what the hell they are. And I would go in to see him, and he was like a used car salesman, literally a used car salesman. Well, here, we've got this pill over here. Let's try, well, why don't you try this, and blah, 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 and why aren't you cooperating, and blah, 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 and all this, because I read up on this stuff. And he, fi he finally got so frustrated with me that he just went, oh, I suppose you know all this. And I went, well, actually, I do. That's when I told him what I did for a living. <laughs> and after that, I transferred to the nurse practitioner because I was tired of him. You know, there's drugs out there that they're trying to give us. And I'm not going to name them. I don't want to get sued by anybody. I'm just saying, do your research if you don't believe me. 
There's drugs out there that they're trying to give us that will rot your that will rot the teeth out. They will literally rot the teeth out. And there's some lawsuits pending about this. Okay? You have to be careful when they come up with the next best drug. Do your research before you agree to anything with these guys. You know, I've done the whole thing. I've done the physical therapy. I've done the injections. I've got this electronics thing that I that I put on the outside of my body with electrodes, and it takes an hour for each part of my body that's sore. Okay, I've cooperated, done my bit with all this. Nothing works, all right? Which brings me to my next thing. I call it, now everybody that has a job, right? You know, most of us have a job. And doesn't, okay, don't our companies have a certain line that they follow? I call it the company line. Every time I go in for an appointment, and this has happened to other people because I'm talking to other people online, it's like you're talking to a used car salesman or the company line. You know, it's either we got the next best drug out there for pain and we need to get you on it. It doesn't have an opioid in it, blah, 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 okay? All right. Now I'm going to ask you guys a question, and this can go for men too. Mostly women. When you get your migraines. Okay. What do you do for your migraines? Or if, when you feel a migraine coming on. You reach into your medicine cabinet. And you pull out Midol. Right. Something like Midol. Um, I don't know what they take. I never really, I never had migraines. But I sure took ibuprofen and Advil and things like that. And Tylenol. Okay. So. You reach into your med the bottom line is you reach into your medicine cabinet for something to take for your migraine. And it works, right? Essentially it works. Or maybe you have something you prescribe for your migraine. Okay. But does it work? Does your migraine go away when you take it? Sure it does, or you wouldn't be taking it. Okay. That's how the that that's what opioids do for pain patients. The pain goes the pain goes away. It may not go away all the way. Because they're not designed to, they're not designed to take the pain completely away from you. Like with me, I operate at a pain level of six or seven, which is great. All right, so let's talk about the company line, and this was one of my favorite company lines that they pulled on me when I went into an appointment. There have been studies that say, and wherever they're getting their damn studies. Who the hell knows? But there have been studies that say opioids may not get rid of your pain. They may cause pain. What? And I looked at him and I remember when he said that. And I said, what are you talking about? And he says, yeah, that's the study now that, that they don't take away pain, that, 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 they, that, that, that now they're feeling that they, they may not deal with your pain. They, they may cause pain. Okay. So what does that mean for, you know, what does that mean for the people with migraines that take Tylenol and all that stuff? What about their pain? Obviously, the Tylenol is causing their, their headaches. Right, and I know you're saying it's not the same thing. That's not an opioid. We're talking aspirin or, or whatever the heck they're made out of. But think about this: if they came to you and you've been using this stuff for for years to take to to, to deal with your migraine, and they and some doctor comes to you and he says, "Oh, there's this study that says these things don't work for your pain. These things aren't working for your pain anymore. So we want to get you off of them and get you on something else." You're going to look at him. Like he's lost his mind. People like me that have been 13, 14 years taking opioids know damn well that the opioid takes away our pain or we wouldn't be taking them. There's no way in hell. It's like anybody else. Hey, this isn't working. Put me on something else. It's a line. It's a line. It's a scare tactic. And they're feeding people these scare tactics. So that they'll get off the opioids and won't take them. 
anymore. That's scare tactics. I heard one yesterday, not from my doctor, but from a friend of mine, who said that there's a new study out that says, and I'm, uh, I, I, I had to sit down for this one, that says that uh, opioids cause uh, cause Alzheimer's, you know, cause, cause memory issues, memory loss. Really? Again, I've taken them 13 years. I haven't had a problem. My father took them four or five a day for, for 20 years. He never had a memory problem. They don't cause memory problems. Another scare tactic. It's another one of their company line scare tactics that they're put that they're that, that, that they're trying to feed the patients. There's no way. You got all these thousands of patients out there in the US that know better. <laughs> we all know that that's not the case. Just like we all know that that they help us with our pain, or we wouldn't be taking these things. But that's what they're doing to us every time we step in through that door to go see the doctor. They're hitting us with this stuff. And the other thing, when we step in, we have to have a contract. People may not be aware of this. We sign a contract with, 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 with the pain clinic. We sign a contract that says, you are the only ones that can give us pain medication. If we're in a car accident or something, we cannot get pain from a hospital or, or pain stuff from a hospital. The hospital doctors have to call the pain clinic to get permission to give us, to, to give us aid with pain. If they do it at all. That's the rules. We have to consent to a pill count. We have to consent to urine tests. It's not like we're just going in and saying, okay, here I am, give me my pills. We have to jump through hoops to get them. We have to fight for them because they're forever trying to take us off of them. It's constant. My blood pressure goes up. When I go into these places, when I go in every month, my blood pressure is high. I've got PTSD from dealing with these guys. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Because it's so stressful. Because you don't know whether or not you're going to get your, your pills that month or not. And what's going to happen when you walk through that door. It's stressful. Like when they wanted me, I, I've got congestive heart failure. They wanted me to do um, injections. Well, you have to lie on your stomach to do injections. That's a horrible position for someone with heart failure. So I had to tell them that. No, I'm not going to do it. Because that could be detrimental to my health to lay there like that. To do those injections. Besides, I did them way, way back when and they didn't work. Okay? I'm not here to complain. I'm here to give you guys some facts and tell you, show you the other side of this. Because all you guys see is what the media wants you to see and what the government wants you to see. There's real people behind all this where you know, that this is happening to. And there's real people out there that are sitting there watching this tonight who haven't gotten their pain pills or had to be tapered off. And they have nothing. And they're in extreme pain because they can no longer walk, walk across their bedroom. It's not just me. When the DEA decided to do all this, instead of saying, okay, let's deal with the illicit drugs coming in. And I'm going to say something about the border, you know, this, 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 the border drugs coming in and all this. Instead of saying that, they, they turned around and said, okay, we're going to cap it up for everybody that's the, that has to have this medication. And that's what they did. And in so doing that, and doing their cutbacks and, and, and operating the way they have been operating with this stuff. They've made life a living hell for chronic pain patients. Again, do your research. Get on Dr. Google. Check all this stuff out. Okay. Facebook. If you're on Facebook, there are tons of chronic chronic pain pages talking about all this stuff. There's legislation that they're trying to get on. You know, up to Congress and letters up to Congress that people are writing and signing off on because they're trying to get, get, get the point across to Congress that things aren't going as well with their, with their drug fight as they think it is, that it's hurting people. 
I don't have to sit here and lecture. You know, I'm just, you know, you can do your own research. You should do your own research and look into this stuff. Because it's, you know what what the company line is, and what you're hearing on the for the most part on the media is bull. There are real people out here that are hurting. There are real people out here that need this stuff so bad to function that they've been buying stuff off the streets, and they're dying. Why? Because it's laced with the stuff they're getting off the streets is laced with fentanyl. Because they're being forced to. They're not getting. They're not able to get access to their medication in time. Or they're not getting it at all. This is the research you guys have to do. All right? Listen to what the DEA is saying. I'm fine with that. But also look up and see what's going on with the other part of it. And that's the pain patients. A couple months ago on Nextdoor. I'm not using names. There was a gentleman whose son had died from an overdose. And uh, he writes it up on Nextdoor blaming drug addicts. And he put everybody, and I'm saying even the chronic pain patients, in that category because he believed that somebody had slipped him. And I, and I understand this because Parents want to stick up for their kids. My parents were no different. You know, parents are going to make sure to stick up for their kids, make sure their kids are taken care of. But what he did was, again, he lumped everybody into one lump, saying, okay, obviously one, one of these addicts slipped him something. My son would never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I get on there going, look, you can't lump us all together. This is what, you know, this is... This is my case and the case of thousands of other people. And I had people on, on there agree with me about what I said and things like that. So after doing that, you know, and saying, well, obviously some, somebody slipped something to him. My son would never do that. He was a you know, straight-A student, yada, yada, yada. A week, maybe two weeks goes by, and he puts another post up. And it was along the line of, well, I've uh, heard from the coroner, saw the coroner's report. And it turns out he had the drugs himself. He had he, he had bought them himself, and and it, it was a suicide. Okay, you have to watch your kids. You know, and and I know the first reaction when something like this happens is is to lash out and say, "No, you know, my kid would never do that." That, that Right, you know, but you have to look at a broader picture of what's going on and what's going on out in the world because nothing is as it seems, nothing ever is as it seems. The older you get, the more you'll realize this. My point in all this is that the majority of the people out there have the wrong impression of what this opioid thing is about. Okay, we are not all addicts. We're not addicts. As I had one doctor tell me after looking at my MRI, I have to have it for quality of life. We're not addicts. We need it for quality of life. And we're fighting for it. Thousands of us are fighting for our quality of life. And these shortages are miserable. People not being able to access the, the medications that, that they need so they can go to work in the morning, so they can clean their houses. It's sad. And it's the government gone wild. It's the government giving the DEA the keys to make the rules. And then you can sit there and say, oh, what about the doctors? The doctors are scared to death. There have been a lot of doctors that have been arrested for things as simple as prescribing drugs to the, you know, the stuff to their patients. And I do see things. I still see the old stuff about um, how all this happened because this stuff was overprescribed. No. 
No, no, no. When the doctors knew that this stuff worked for their patients, they prescribed it. Play this simple. It's like your heart medication. Hey, Entresto works. I want to prescribe Entresto. And they put out a lot of, you know, and of course they're going to prescribe a lot of it to the to all their patients. When they realized how well opioids work for their patients' pain, they prescribed it. It wasn't a question of addicting people to it. Nope. But now, doctors are afraid to prescribe it, if they do it at all. Because there have been several doctors that have been taken off to jail. Clinics. The DEA is good for going in and closing pain clinics down. People who have to come to their appointments and need the pills will come to an empty pain clinic and there's a note on the door saying, sorry, they're shut down. No prescriptions, no nothing. Off they go. Good luck. Right? So they're having to scramble to to get to their medications. There's also the, 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 the black marks. You know, when you go in to see your doctor, they're always taking notes on you. Your appearance, you know, whatever, how, your disposition, whatever. These guys are no different. These doctors. And every, every, the notes they take go to the DEA. Not your real personal, personal stuff, of course. But just stuff relating to your, your, your use of, of the medication. And there's a lot of cases where people get known, uh, you know, marked down as seekers, or something else happens, and they end up with a, what we call the black check mark. And what that does is, if we decide to change clinics, that check that that check mark follows us everywhere, or that thing about you know being a seeker follows you. It follows it follows you everywhere. So when you go to get involved with another clinic. Maybe you know, maybe they don't want you because they look upon you as a troublemaker or, or whatever, you know, or, or, or something like that. And if you don't believe this stuff goes on, do some again, do some Googling. Because it does go on. Something has to be done. People have to band together. You know, the pain patients are doing the best they can to band together to get their letters out. You know, to 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 go in front of capitals, you know, in all the states, and try and get the, get, get these laws changed that the DEA has imposed. But they need help. They need your help because it's not going to get any better until somebody until until everyone is able to persuade people in you know members of Congress and the Senate and all that to make changes because it's not fair. It's not fair the way the DEA is running things and the way it's been handled. People are missing out on much-needed medications. You know, closing down the pharmaceutical companies, what did that really accomplish, to be honest? Sure, it's cut back the flow of, uh, of, of the opioids, but it's like I said, it's also cut back the flow of other drugs as well that people need. It didn't do anything but mess up everything. Good intentions, bad ideas. You know, I don't want you guys to think that this is a bitch fest. It's not a bitch fest. It's coming off like a bitch fest, probably, but it's really not a bitch fest. This is a let me show it, let me tell you and explain to you what's actually going on out there. Because it is. Not good. All right. We are made to feel like criminals when we go into our appointments. Every time. We're not the criminals. We're the people that, that can't mop our floors because we can't bend at that angle. We're the people that can't walk across our houses because our, our, our legs are so, so full of arthritis or we have an injury. We're the people that can't lift up our kids 
because our backs are so bad. And the only way to be able to do anything, clean house, do whatever, is to have this uh, opioid so that we can function. Yet, they're trying to take them away from us. Or they're not giving them to us at all. Or they're forced tapering people. Something has to be done. And again, it's not just going to come from the... It, it just can't come from, from the pain patients. It has to come from others as well. And there's people that are fighting for us. If you, Like I said, if you look all over Facebook, you will find people who are fighting for the people with chronic pain and the people that need, that, that need this stuff. But it's not enough. It's not even close to being enough. Let me ask you this. If you had surgery, and this and this is something else that's happening all over the United States. If you had surgery on your kidneys or another part of your body, and they get ready to discharge you from the hospital, and they send you home with Tylenol, what would you think? Imagine having major surgery like that and being sent home with Tylenol. Because that is what's happening as well. Doctors, again, and this is where I come in on the doctors. Doctors are terrified of being arrested and having problems with the DEA. They will not prescribe. Nope. So there are thousands and thousands of reports of people that go in for major surgery and they're sent home with aspirin or Tylenol. And that's it. And they have to lay there through, you know, during, throughout their recovery in agonizing pain. There was that gentleman, I think last year or the year before, who went in and shot up that, 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 that pain clinic back east. I think it was back east. Because he had had major surgery. And, the, and whatever they gave him wasn't working for the pain. And he kept calling the clinic and calling the clinic and asking for something else, something stronger, and they wouldn't give it to him. So he got up and took a gun and drove to the clinic and pulled the trigger because his pain was unbearable. Where does it end? I know if I go in for major surgery, I sure as hell don't want to be sent home with a bottle of Tylenol. I don't know about you. I mean, come on, let's be real. Imagine how maybe if they work on your kidneys or they work on some other part of your body that, that you know, deep into your, deep into your body. Where you know the pain is going to be emanating. And they send you home with Tylenol. I can't even imagine. I can't imagine, you know, like, like, like when they did my heart procedure, it opened, it, opened, you know, it opened me up. And then not having to have you know, whatever painkiller there was. When I went home, as it was, I didn't have, you know, it wasn't something that I really needed a pain thing for when they did my procedure. But I'm just saying, I can't imagine having open heart surgery or something like that and not having a decent painkiller to go home with. Or for these pain patients that are going through withdrawals and they go to the hospital for help. And they and then and they tell them they're not going to give them any pain pills. That they can't help them. I witnessed this myself at a Kaiser. I was in for something else, and I saw a gentleman come in, and they refused it to him. Sorry, we don't do those. 
and I get that too. I mean, they, they don't know that guy from nothing. They don't have his medical records to see whether or not he's he, he's a known addict or or somebody just seeking for drugs. But still, so, so you know, like somebody like me, if I go in there because I'm having withdrawals, they might help me, or they'll turn around and detox me, or, or whatever it is they're going to do. But they sure as hell aren't going to give me a five-day supply to tie me over. <laughs> it's something you guys need to do research on yourselves. I can sit here all night and, and, and spout off about this stuff. And you're sitting there rolling your eyes and whatever it is you're doing. But it's true. It's all true. And you guys really need to do your research. And not just listen to what the press is, you know, what the mainline press is spewing out. And what the government is spewing out about this stuff. Because it's not right. None of what they're doing is right. Now I can tell, you know, I can and I can also attest that, you know, there was a lot of overprescribing being done. I used to watch my father when he would hit, he would get his three months supply. I mean, he had this huge bottle like this, you know, like this. That he'd bring home a Norco. So I can see how they would think about, you know, stuff being overprescribed. Just like, the, you know, there's talk about people after surgery getting these pills and they get addicted to them right away. But not everybody got addicted. He gets addicted to them right away. You know, there's certain personalities and certain mindsets that are, that are more apt to get a, become addicted to stuff than others. And that's true, too. Look that one up. But I just wanted to sit down with you guys and just tell you the facts of what's going on out there that you don't see on the news. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie about stuff to you either. Because, you, like I said, if you find something that I said tonight that's untrue and you want to confront me with it, send me an email. I'm open to it. Caesar's Ghost, Yahoo.com. Send me an email. I'll listen to it. I'll read it. But I want to see facts that back it up. Okay? Because I want to send you the facts that I have to back it up. To back what I said up. But I'm open to it. But this stuff needs to come out. And people need to be aware of what is going on. Because they aren't. You might think you are, but you're not. And again, I don't blame the doctors. The CDC wrote up a bunch of rules of how they wanted things handled. But they left a little leeway in there. And, and when the doctors read the rules, they read it as being etched in stone, right? And the reality of it all was way down in smaller print down on the bottom, it said, at, their, at, at, at the physician's discretion. But all they saw was the stuff that's etched in stone. And that's how that got screwed up. So the CDC, made, the CDC made corrections on it just recently. They weren't great corrections on it, but they made corrections. So the doctors have kind of mellowed out a little bit over it. But, they, but it's a lot of misinterpretation of the rules that, that the CDC has put out for this. So. You know, do I blame the doctors and all this? I don't. I, I used to have an issue with the doctors, but I don't have an issue with the doctors anymore because their hands are tied. They're just they're just trying to keep their jobs and follow and follow their rules. You know, follow, follow the rules set forth by by the DEA and CDC. You can't blame them for that. But hopefully, at some point, like I said. People can get together with all this once they realize what actually is going on and petition Congress and, and do that legwork to help the pain patients and to help the doctors so the doctors can, can treat their patients properly. All right? And there's, there, and there's a lot of hate with doctors. There's a lot of anger against doctors right now 
because people feel that, and even I get that way when I'm battling with mine. People feel like, you know, doctors aren't being doctors. Doctors are are trying to be the law, you know, with 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 these with these drugs. You know, they 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 no longer want to treat people pro properly. I mean, even I get like that. I get frustrated with my doctor. But it, it, it's, 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 like, it's kind of like that big ball that chases Indiana Jones, right? It just, the, 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 it just keeps rolling downhill. You've got DEA, CDC, doctors, lawyers, pain patients, illicit drugs that are for sale, addicts. You've got, you got this whole thing rolling downhill. And a lot of the doctors, too, if, if you do the research and you look up to see the doctors that are working on these panels that the CDC has put together, none of these doctors have treated pain. None. Not a one. So they have no experience with dealing with pain patients. And these are the ones that are making the rules. They're the ones that are making the rules. Now, you guys know me. I've been doing this show for a long time. I don't get political. I try not to. But this is something near and dear to, my, near and dear to me. I have taken the same medication for 13 years. The same dosage. I've never changed. I've always been on time. They can do pill counts all they want with me. Boom. It's going to be the numbers will add up. Urine tests, whatever. But yet, I still have to go through and fight. For my medication every month. Every month. Now is it going to get to a point. Where they don't want anybody to take these types of pills. Maybe that's what's going to happen. No more opioids for anybody. But they sure as heck. Better come up with something. That's going to help the pain. That's going to help people. Because you're still going to see the deaths. You're going to have people buying the illegal stuff. Because if they can't get their medication. They're going to get it elsewhere. And that is from the illegal drug line. Or they'll buy it from Canada or wherever else. Because it's starting to happen now. And it's starting to happen more often than people like to think. I urge you guys, if you live in Sacramento or you're online, you know, you, you do this online, I urge you guys to watch KCRA on Wednesday. KCRA tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Pacific, to see what they're to see what they're going to say about this. Because the understanding that I have is they're supposed to talk about the shortages and how people aren't getting their getting their medications, their proper medications. You know, people are doing without it now. So I encourage you guys to check that out. Because there's so many one-sided stuff, so much one-sided stuff out there. That's in favor of what the government's doing. But like I said, in reality, it's hurting a lot of people. A lot. And people will get opinions about it. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Humanity does that. They read enough of that stuff and they're going to get their opinions about it and they're not going to bend. Okay, no, 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 no matter what you say, yeah. I can't hear you, blah, blah, blah. You know how they... But you have to... Do your research. You have to look at things. Just like when you go to vote. When you go to the polls and you're voting on propositions, right? You're voting on your propositions on, on, on in November. You just don't go in and say, oh, this one looks good. I'm going to vote yes. This one doesn't look so good. I'm going to vote no, right? You go in there and you read all sides of what's on that ballot. You know, all sides of what's in that ballot book. And you, and you watch the debates. You watch to see, you know... Maybe it's a proposition they're debating. Maybe it's whoever's running for office. You're watching the debates to see, to get the two sides. Why would you take, the, okay, why would you turn around and take the advice of a government agency about opioids? You have to do your research. And I'm just trying to change some people's opinions here. If I could change two opinions tonight, then I've done a good job. You know, but there's so many stories out there. You probably know people in your inner circle that are having trouble getting their pain medication. 
This is so widespread. All right. I'm done. That'll be the last one for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, I'm hoping to do this um, at least once or twice a month and have guests on to talk about this stuff. Guests from both sides, not just one, not just my side, but both sides. I'm hoping to do this and, and, and get this to be a regular thing until something happens to resolve the situation. Okay, so I'm trying. You know, I'm, I'm in the process of booking people. On a happier note, tomorrow night, we're not going to be in this studio. We're going to be in the big studio. And it's Valentine's Day. And a lot of you will be out with your honeys and, and your girl and, and, and going to dinners and, and doing things like that. But for the people that aren't out, I'm going to be building a, a gingerbread house tomorrow night. We're going to do a Valentine's gingerbread house. And we'll be doing it over the other studio. I don't know how long it's going to take. We, last time we did one, it was like two and a half, three hours. Or we did the Christmas ones. So we're going to be doing that tomorrow night. And I'm hoping that my new my new tablet that I have, I will be able to go out on TikTok as well. So that you know, TikTok will be filmed for the tablet. But we're going to do it on Facebook and YouTube and, and Twitch. And we're going to be doing it live. And for the people that are there watching, they'll be able to make suggestions as to what they would like to put on the house and where. Okay. So I went over to Dollar Tree today and uh, got some real funny looks from people because I was buying, I had a big pile of candy in my cart. <laughs> so it was funny to see people's expressions. So that'll be at 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. And then Thursday's show behind that will be at, at noon Pacific. So it's going to be a late show tomorrow, early show on Thursday. But I just wanted to talk about this stuff. I mean, especially after going through what I just went through for, for, for two days. You know, and I was going through really severe withdrawals. But, uh, yeah. So I encourage you to do your research on this stuff. You know, I'm not trying to preach, preach, preach to anybody about this. I, I think everything in, in life has, has to be researched out before you make a decision. Like when you move to a you move into a new house or buy a go to buy a house, you do research on the neighborhood, especially if you have kids. Are there schools nearby? Is this there? Is this that? Is that there? Everything needs to be researched out. So don't take what you're hearing about this opioid crisis at face value. Please do your research. Please, please, please. All right. If you come this far in the show, and you have, you know, you're listening. Please be sure to hit that follow button and the subscribe button. I don't always talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, we're always having fun interviewing our different paranormal guests and stuff on here, different topics. So it's not, it's not always like this, like it was tonight. All right. If you like the show, share it with six, five, I almost said six. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We are equal opportunity here. Uh, we're just trying to get the word out. All right. Well, thank you all for coming tonight. And for those of you that are still that are out there watching that didn't come in to, you know, cl click in, uh, that's fine too. But I want to thank you all for watching, and I appreciate it. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow in the big studio at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to build a gingerbread house for Valentine's Day. Have a good one.